a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! G'day, coming up on Footy Talk, who's in the worst spot, Tigers, Doggies or Dragons? And with the Origin sides getting announced yesterday, we'll talk about our thoughts on what we think of them. Contract clauses, boys, the little few hidden things up there at the Titans, so we're going to dive into that. Hello, everybody. It's Footy Talk with Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. A big weekend of rugby league. The Origin teams are in. These two blokes are Origin legends, so let's get their thoughts. Wado, welcome to you. Maroon, how are you, brother? I'm okay. And uh, Aaron Woods, my dear friend, how are you going, old mate? Always better for seeing you, great man. Oh, yeah. Congratulations on uh, both your teams winning over the weekend. Let's talk Origin. Cody Walker gets a reprieve. Well, not a reprieve. He just gets called back again after a few years. Gutherson on the bench, AJ Brimson in for Queensland. Corey, the freckle horse, makes his debut. Let's start with the New South Wales team, boys. How do you see it? I'm a bit, a bit bewildered, to be honest with you. Right. Very happy for uh, for Bradman Best. You know, I think he's been, you know, he's been a, a good young kid with a lot of promise for quite a while, but probably had his, his best game on the weekend against a, a below par Bulldog side and, and find his way into a, an Origin jersey. You know, I thought Katoni Staggs. Could have been one there. Um, you've got Matt Burton, who's not even in the squad. Um, and then Walker, like Walker's been playing some really good footy, but I don't know what Freddie's outlook is on this side. Is Are we playing for the future? You know, are we trying to blood players? Because if that was happening, I would have put Nico Hines at 5'8". You know, he only got 10 minutes in that first origin. It's no, no, not knocking Cody Walker at all, but he's a little bit older now. And, and I'd be playing for the future by chucking in Nico Hines there and giving him that you know, that chance to play 80 minutes at origin. And the other one for New South Wales is, is the bench. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, well, only two recognised middles on the bench, Isaiah Yo and Jacob Zafidi. So I don't understand with Gutherson and Robson waiter. Yeah, well, it's, it's hard because you're, you you normally have a utility. Yeah. Who covers hooker or a, a forward type. I, I reckon Robson can do that waiter. Yeah, yeah, you have three middles yeah. generally. I probably so. would have maybe like – Gutherson's well, been Jimmy playing Ball, outstanding. He's got to be a little bit unlucky to be Spencer Lenu? Yeah. I think Spencer Lenu's a perfect prototype for off the bench. I think it's just how do you, obviously, if there's no injuries, how do you get Gutherson out there? Out there? It's the same it's the sort same of Nico Hines yeah, with, with, with the Nico Hines situation. So do you only have him on their purely for injury cover? Well, he might just in case we lose a centre again. Yeah, well, it's hard to like, – then, <laughs> so the middle rotation will be – you know, Isaiah Yo and Jacob Safidi. So they'll have to pull one early and then put one back on, really. That's it, yeah. 100%. Unless unless they want they'll get big minutes out of Jakey. He can play yeah, eighty. But he's only just returned from that yeah, calf. Like it, he's only had the one hit one game or two. Yeah, yesterday was his first yeah, game back. First game, After so two days ago was his first 80 game back. Minutes. In the middle, yeah. yeah in origin, it, it, like that's a tough ass. They might be uh, they might be, you know, you pull one front rower off. And make the change, and you get him back on. Before but I just, time. I just it's, thought yeah, they would have had Lenu instead of Gutherson, and, yeah. and having Lenu's for the future as well. No again, no doubt Cody's been yeah. playing. I gave him a match on the weekend on the game yeah. that I called. He's but it's just you had it like Nico's there, game one. You have an opportunity to, to get him out there on the field, play eighty minutes, see what he actually has at that level um, with an eye to the future. But you know, they've gone against that, so 
a lot to play for the Blues. Not many. Um, I think there's only been maybe four or five clean sweeps in the history. Well, we played of, in, a, in what people call a so-called dead rubber. Remember Gow's last game? Yeah, Jenko scored the drill. That was the one. That was the missed That was the famous. Yeah, Woody went viral for it. Yeah, he's been doing the rounds again lately. Yes. Well, everyone loves it when Woody has a bit of a slip up. I've got a few in me. I just slip up on the weekend. What about the one where at Magic Round where you come flying out of the line? That was what you call a glitch. Right. Glitch. A glitch in your brain. That just shows you what our what our pregame stuff matrix. was at the Dragons. It just wasn't working for me. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you gonna? Is, are you start? I feel in the last couple of podcasts where we're starting to get into the roots of what actually happened at the Dragons. Like it's starting to come out a little bit by little bit. I'll save that for a luncheon. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, yeah. Phones off. Doors closed. Woodsy waiter and maroon luncheon. Right. Can well can I end this discussion about the Dragons by? Asking you a question. Yes, you can. Uh, since you have finished with the Dragons, yes, have you had any phone conversations or texting with uh, Anthony Griffin? No, I never really had it when I was there either. Okay, see, so little bits coming out again. There, <laughs> just saying that. <laughs> uh, I've had a lot of phone texting from one Sean Timmons, right, asking a lot about you, Anthony. Is that right? And your old days down at the Gong. Oh, look, I could tell you a thing or two about Timmo. <laughs> oh wow, wow, wow! Now um, he said it's something to do with a red or blue thing. Oh, yeah, I yeah. can tell you. <laughs> next time we do maybe, a sports Maybe luncheon. this is for a luncheon yeah, as well. This, this is for a luncheon, chat. for a luncheon, this one. Um, now, the Queensland team, AJ Brimson comes in. Obviously, uh, Callum Ponga not available. Reese Walsh suspended. I think we all think AJ Brimson is a good choice and he deserves it. Oh, he's a heck of a player, AJ Brimson. He's he's quick. He moves fast. He's, he's, always, he's one of those players who's just always – in the game when something's happened, whether it's the bounce of the ball, picks up the loose ball, finds an intercept, or he's just always influences the game in a positive way for his team. He's just a little pocket rocket. It's unfortunate he's had a bit of injury troubles over his career because – Worst timing for him yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So he probably would have had – you know, he's already played Origin, so um, he's been in, in and around that level for a while now, but it's good to see him back. And Corey Halls, bro, I don't think there's anyone – who's not going to say he doesn't deserve a shot after his he's last, your man. His last 18 months yeah. at Canberra. He's really grown, particularly this year when they had some injuries early on. He was playing on an edge yep. at one time. He still is now. Yeah, he goes into the middle. goes into the middle. He plays big minutes, yep. and he's just a wholehearted player. You know the thing um, about him as well, Wade? He was quite you know, ill-disciplined when he first came to grade. He gave a lot of penalties away, a lot of six agains. You remember that incident against Parramatta where he cried walking off the field and give the, you know, yeah, the bird to the right. crowd? But, geez. See, it's not not just probably that moment, but the, the next couple of years, he's really honed down on his on his skills and what he does best for that team. Man, he's a leader of down at yeah. down at Canberra. He's a competitor. Now. Oh. He still doesn't mind mixing. Oh, no, he's, he's a Queensland he's got, player. He got an, um, a little bit of a Royce set, Hunt. set two of Royce um, yep. when we played and. Anyone would get him Royce Hunt. Like, he'd get yeah, backwards yeah. any time. I feel like we had a. Um, he was in a little <laughs> bit of a. Um, incident a couple of weeks ago too. So he still likes to get into. He loves the tough stuff. Yeah, he loves it. That competitive nature and he, of the you know, game, he, and he, he, does doesn't, that, um, he doesn't back away from a confrontation. He's a bit like so. Dale, Dale Finucane. Like, he loves that fly out yeah, and just yeah, yeah, put a does. big shot on out of nowhere and just changes the intensity of the defense. I'll tell you who's actually probably, a, mate, he's in the squad, but unlucky not to play. He's um, Hopgood. He's been killing oh, him, mate. I don't he's know what it, he can't it. do anything else. Yeah. That's he, just a perfect example of a player taking their time in reserve grade, yep. learning their craft. Unfortunately, the path to first grade and, and regular playing. But was what, blocked in front of him because Isaiah Yo. But what they've taught him as well. Yeah. And he's playing like he's – you don't really notice his ball skills and he's got one of the best late offloads offload, of the game. Yeah, Unbelievable. On the tip sheet, hop good offload, hop good offload. Yeah. We had it the week he before. He still manages hop, to get him, so. Or, or hop good show and go at the line. He still did it against us and yeah. got a try. Yeah. Well, he might be the buy of the year. 
Because that's his first year at Para, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he did have a couple of nominations. He could be another one. All right. Well, look, last game, people can say it's a dead rubber. Say what they want. Wado Woodsy. It is. Go- I feel like it's going to be 3-0 Queensland. I hope not, as a New South Wales fan, for sure. Like, we need to salvage something, you know, in game three, a result for the state. You know, Freddie's picked a team that, which he thinks can get that done. It's quite a few changes. We'll wait to see how they officially line up. Do you, do you think there could be a late change with the bench? It, I reckon it Maybe Lino, like, Spencer I reckon Lino could be a late in. But, you know, for me with this game, waiter, I just want to see the effort areas a lot better. You know, I heard you speak on a podcast about when Stephen Crichton made that yeah. line break and there was so many Queensland numbers in the picture. You know, you look at every time that Queensland put up a midfield bomb, Xavier Coates would come flying in and just just make it awkward for Tedesco at the back. Then when we'd put a kick up, Moses would put a nice midfield bomb up, but our chase just let us down. It wasn't until Liam Martin got on the field, showed a bit of energy, got down there and put Reese Walsh under pressure. And that's when we started to get a couple of balls bounce our way, but it was too late in the game. I think we need to just... That's what Origin is. You're not going to get so many big moments, but when you do it, you got to you got to create it from yourself. You've got to have the 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 players in the picture, and we just haven't done that this series. It's just like those little areas. That's where Queensland have outdone us, and that's why they're up two new in the series. Well, I do like the change of Kier Murray. Love it. Start the team. And, Martin. Like, and Martin, yeah, Martin in that on that edge for sure. Is there someone else? Colin Matangi. He's been there thereabouts for quite a while. I think he's going to go to another level at Origin. Yeah, he, he, for sure. He's you know that's South's back row. Big fan um, of Lemis him. and Jai Arrow, but they're always dangerous. But yeah, yeah I just I feel like Cam Murray will give us a little bit more punch starting through the middle. Obviously, Jakey back in the team that'll help us defensively. But you're right, we do need to see. Um, well, as a New South Wales fan, we're hoping to see a performance where proud of the effort yeah. of the team. And you know, even if you get beat, you can it's just okay say, to lose if you know they crack. had a, a fair income go and are in the game. And it's just. Seems like in the opening two games of the series, we just haven't been close. That's why it's hard for the New South Wales supporters to have that connection with the team because it yeah. just feels like we haven't really been close, even close in the fight. Uh, There's only been four or three whitewashers in origin history. So yeah. certainly the players will be aiming, you know, to get a result here in Sydney because you don't want to we, be need some, we need an yeah. injection of energy we need in the New South Wales team, that's series. for sure. And, and the other thing for me as well is I love the addition of Campbell Gillard and Jakey. Trojevic in the middle. Like, as much as I love Payne Hass, he's not a physical defender. He's great character. The best ball runner in the game as a middle forward, but defensively just makes his tackles. He's carrying a bit of injuries at and, the moment and, too. He's well, he's like, carrying that Brisbane side. The yeah. way he, play, he plays nearly 70 minutes in the middle. You know how hard it is to play in the middle week in, week out. And you remember the game one when Reese Walsh just charged the ball back and it sort of – he set the tone for Queensland. He just found his front, ran straight at Hass and just took him on. Whereas this game, if you run straight at Jakey, he's going to actually unfold you in half. And then Campbell Gillard's going to try to take your head off. And that's something I like about Reggie. Liam Martin. Liam Martin. Had the line. <laughs> Cameron Murray's got a great yeah. tackle technique too. So the forwards that we've got this game, I'd love to just see him stamp their authority early on because if they give the likes of Tuolangi, you know, Val Holmes – Obviously, AJ Brimson with Reese Walsh being out, just that little sniff of opportunity early in the game that they're poking their nose through. It could be a long, long night. You know who I do feel for, um, young Stefano from the Tigers. Oh, mate, what? I, that, I can't. That, that's that's the pick. Like, he, so he's left out of of game three. This is when you're talking about like an eye to the future. Exactly. You know, if you, they identified him in game two as a possible player that they wanted to yep. move forward with into the future, you, they boo him in the cider, you know, up at Suncorp. 
Um, for 14 he played, minutes. He played for, yeah, 15 but, minutes. And he had six carries. Every carry found his front and we had an opportunity off the back of And defensively, yeah. he was good while he was on there. I don't see why he wouldn't be like a perfect 10, 15 either side of half time. Well, you'd think he'd only improve. Exactly. He down in Sydney, moving forward again. And like a, but you know the only thing, Tim Wado? Moving to the future. I, I, like the, the future. I reckon the Tigers have probably let him down there a bit. You know, the last couple performance they've had, they're mm. probably looking at him going, oh, gee, 74, 72 nil. Yeah, but like, you can't. I, 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 I know. A young front rower's feet. It's a, a, they don't it's pick, a more of a club thing they, going they don't on there pick at the Burton. moment. Burton's yeah. an out and out centre. He got Dallium centre of the year a couple of years ago, and they bring in Bradman Best, who has one good game leading to Origin. Let's talk a bit more about Bradman Best, boys. That probably was a, 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 as much a shock for him, would it have been, as to anyone. I mean, we all know potentially what he can do, but we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for it for a few years now, and now he comes out of nowhere to get in the Origin side. Yeah, well, I think we've. Freddie had um, the Pathways teams yep. for a number of years there. So he had a lot of the guys, a lot of these young guys, Bradman Best. I know he had someone to do with Blake Braley, yep. um, Flano when he was coming Stefano. through. Stefano. So he does have a, a relationship with these players and has seen them come through. So this is an example, I think, of maybe, well, we're going to give a guy an opportunity and see what he what he can do at this level um, because there's no doubt about his potential. He, he had a wowser of a game on the weekend, Bradman Best, and his potential has been there you know, ever since he came into first grade, he's he's a big, strong ball carrier. Defensively, he's sound. He's fast. Like we talk about the Tigers letting Stefano down. You know, the Knights probably over the last few seasons, it's, it's you know, for a young guy, Bradman Best, learning his trade with an in- inconsistent team, it's hard for all that potential to be realised. Yeah. But Freddie's certainly seen that p- potential in the juniors and 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 knows, you know, has known him about him for a, for a long time. So he, he's. He's got an opportunity here to show everyone what he can do think, at that level. But again, there's a lot of Sifatalakai got picked last year for Katoni one game. Staggs. Tony Staggs, Tago from Penrith. Yeah, Isaac Tago. Is well, he, he had a blinder on the week. Oh, he's, he's, he's a left been, center. He's yeah. a left center too. Uh, is he, can he see? I wonder. I just well, I, his, elig- I wonder about his eligibility. He's played for Samoa. Yeah, but I, I think he's a Penrith junior. Yeah, I thought he was from Mount Druitt as well. Yeah, so do I. So uh, if he. I'd love to see where he's pledged allegiance because if he's in New South Wales, I'll be picking him straight yeah, away. He's, he was phenomenal on the weekend. He's, he was the, he was the difference. Just, I know this is a bit off track, but how good would Penrith on the weekend? Oh, mate. Down there in Melbourne. It would be down 14-0. 14-0 and then not just win the game, they'll they end up Bastard. pretty dominant. Yeah. Boys, what about the subject of Freddie Fitler? Is Freddie Fitler playing for his origin coaching career or I think he's coaching uh, for his origin career or coaching for his origin career or do you <laughs> think he's do you think he's done? <laughs> he's playing for it. Well, the only thing that I like, I, I do say he's coaching for his origin career, but my biggest thing is who you're going to put in yeah. if he doesn't, if he does get the wristle. Yeah, that's the what I was going to ask you. So I, if, I don't know if, who's, like, they're talking about, they, people want Sticky, want Gus. Like, Gus was a, a while, like, Gus is the greatest ever New South Wales coach we've had, but he was, what, 20 years ago now, wasn't he? Yeah, or thereabouts, yeah. And then Sticky's mm. coaching Canberra at club level. I think they've changed the rule where club coaches can't be origin coaches. Hang on, they can't be, or. I didn't think. I, I think it's hard and fast. I didn't think it's a hard and fast. They prefer rule. like this. It's such a big beast now. There's more than just coaching the team for three games. Yeah. There's 12 months mm. of promotional stuff. You got to work the with systems, the sponsors, the kids. Yeah. So I think there's no doubt. You know who'd want to do it <sighs> if he got paid well. Maroon. Gal. Gaza. By the way, boys, Isaac Tungor, St Mary's Junior. St Mary's oh, Junior. There yeah. you go. So wow, that's an interesting one. Mm. Um, wow. I well. Again, like Woodsy says, it's a good point. Like, you can't just get rid of a coach if you don't have an, a guy who's going to step in or a girl who's going to step in mm. to do that role. I would just say, like, no matter what, there's going to be a review of everything that happened 
during this series. After every loss, win, you do a review. But, you know, the fact that we really weren't close in game one or game two or, you know, in the series. We haven't been close in the series. And the selections have been a lot of talking points. Well, it's just going to mean, like, everything will be reviewed. The camps, where they went to camp, like what was structured, the training sessions, the games, the prep, everything will be under review for sure. You talk about the structures, Wade. You can tell that they've been under a lot of pressure because – Remember when Freddie first come in, he'd have media at the session for the whole day and then they could get any player after the training session. So every player like, – when we were in Origin Camp, you could only get like two players would be up each day. They, they can talk to the prince, talk to the, the media, and that was it for that day. Whereas when Freddie first got in there, every player was up for it. Yeah, and no, every day. You no, have, every yeah, day. Yeah. No one could knock it back. And then this year – Journos from speaking to the boys that have been there are only allowed to be there for the first 10 minutes of the session. They get told to go away and there's only two or three players up. I would, so. I would like them to open it back up. Yeah. Like, and just, you know, you're a, you're a player at that level. You know how to talk to the media. And, Especially and that not, big. We're thing, trying to promote the game. Well, the thing for me is you're not talking to the media, really. What you're telling and who you're talking to is the New South Wales supporters and fans who you, who are coming to support you. That's And that was the message from Freddie yeah. when when I was in last in camp with him. It was... You know, take the time to answer the questions honestly and, and properly because you are talking to exactly. the New South Wales supporters and, and the state. So they I, want to I hear from, like, from yeah, us. Yeah. I would like them to open it back up. And, you know, everyone in, in state of origin, it's the nature of the beast. It's got so much interest and public, yep. like the public care about it so much that you want to hear from your players and you want to hear honestly what, they ha- what they're feeling and what they have to say and what are their thoughts on the game. So you know, I'd love to I, ho- boys. I hope they do open it up, particularly here in, a, in Sydney, in the Sydney game. Like we're going to have to do everything to try and get as many New South Wales supporters through the gate. I'd love for Chica White to, to take all this gear and let us do a live show at the training session. Yeah. Yeah, Chicka White, the world-famous Triple M producer. But he probably got his other little, uh, he's got his his other other little project, the buy-around. Well, you can get yeah. the gear from there and – we can take it down to Kujio. He'd hire, let him hire his gear off him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, what about just to Have round- you been to the – sorry, before we move on from his yes. side project, mm. have you been to the other studio? It's as big as a shoebox. It's dodgy ass. It's oh, so where did he get that done? Yeah. That's like, what I want to know. I don't know where he found it. Like, where, what's he looking at? What say, ads is he looking at? What about the, the, the memorabilia he's got up <laughs> yeah, on the wall? I know, I but know. We'll say that for another day. Yeah. yeah. I walked in there and I was like, I'm in the right place here. Or so this is <laughs> it's, the, like, it's like a little dungeon. <laughs> the Buy Round podcast studio. And it's it's next to a pub. Mm. It's mm. literally two metres. I think that would have been Jimmy's choice. Yes. All right, boys, just just to round off Origin Talk, if they are to replace the coach, if there was this talk around, you don't hear it so much anymore, that the coach has to have Origin pedigree. Okay, we've established that the coach couldn't be a current NRL coach. I had two coaches that I thought could do it. Right. First was Shane Flanagan. He got the Dragons gig. And the next one was Desi Hasler. Right. He's got the Titans gig. Mm. So you you don't believe that he has to have had Origin pedigree? He's got to be in and around the system. Like Flanner was the assistant coach for yeah, Origin for a few when, years. Um, when Bellamy was coaching, yeah. so I'd love to see Bellamy. So, yeah, because he—that's unfinished business. He yeah. coached what was it one or two series, and he didn't get a win. No, he but, he, but he also said he hated coaching against his Melbourne players. So mm. they weren't just any Melbourne players; yeah. <laughs> they were the best players in the world. Uh, future immortals, mate. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Okay, boys, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the biggest losses in rugby league history. Tigers getting beat 74-0 by the Cowboys and then the Doggies 66-0 by Newcastle. That's coming up with Wade Woodsy and Maroon and Footy Talk. (laughs) 
Welcome back, Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. This is Footy Talk Club News. There's plenty of it about the place. The rugby league world is, well, especially the Tigers and Dogs fans, are reeling after their teams were beaten by such big scores over the weekend and both of them to finish on zero. But starting off with the Tigers game, with the Cowboys beating them 74-0, you know, for both these clubs, Tigers and the Dogs, there was a lot of positivity. There was a lot of look to look at. I thought especially with the Dogs at the start of the year, I just can't fathom as a bloke who'd never played the game at any level, Woodsy, how you could be beaten 74-0 like the Tigers were. At like 74, yes, that's bad enough, but you don't even get cross the stripe once. It didn't look like cross the stripe either, Maroon. How does it happen? How are well, you? How uh, is your head at halftime when it's 42-0? Oh, it's probably fallen off. Honestly, and then going to that game, they knew there was going to be revenge because the way that they played against the Cowboys at Lockhart Oval only six weeks prior... Well, have you seen a turnaround so nah, dramatic? That, that's the biggest. That's the biggest 66, ever. 18, five weeks ago, mm. the other way. Yep. And then Cow- Cowboys after that game were horrible. Would Toddy Payton have just blat- come out as blatantly and bluntly said to them, "I want revenge. I want to put sixty plus on them." No, he wouldn't have done that. He would have just challenged them. I reckon. Yeah. How would he have done that? Oh, well, oh they, he would have referenced the last oh, game, hundred percent, because they they belittled them. You can't you can't hide away from that. The, like, things, the, I, thing, the things I would have shown was the way the Tigers were celebrating, celebrating after yeah. their mm. wins. Like you've seen that Leilua come out and do the WWE Degeneration X because that's what Stafford Toa did. You know the yeah. suck it, and then he, as soon as he scored his try, he looked straight at him and got him in there. And they just would have just watched it the way that the Tigers. It was like they won a grand final. It was Brooksy's two hundredth game that night at Lockhart Oval and. It was um, it was like a big party when when yeah. you watched it and. Well, you, I was on the bus. I remember I was on the bus. We'd played a game and we're watching yep. it on the bus. I just couldn't believe the score, right? Because and the Cowboys were sort of they were close. They were close and they were patchy then, but they've certainly turned around, like yep. turned the corner now. But from the team that the year previous to have sixty six points put on them, it was just uh, that's why I remembered the game as soon six as six weeks we, ago. Yeah, six weeks ago, and then seventy four nil the other way. How it's did and, and it could around. have been a lot more. They took drink water off with about what fifteen minutes yeah. to go, and they didn't score till fifteen minutes into the game. It was like yeah, they scored three tries in three minutes, yeah. didn't they? So I've that, actually got a story where we've got a hiding by seventy points in okay. my debut year at um, Cronulla. No, at Ch- uh, Penrith. Sorry, right. two thousand eight. We went down to Canberra, and it was like sleeting in the war- in the warm up. Oh. It was like the icy cold rain coming down sideways. It was a daytime game, but it was raining and miserable down there. We went out there and scored the first two tries. So at one stage, I think we were like 10 nil up. Oh, wow. We were 10 nil up after about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. We lost the game something like 72-10. Incredible. Like, incredible. I've never been in a game like it um, since. To be fair, we did have... No, I was 17. Our whole left edge was pretty much under 20 yep. players. A lot of us said debut. Who, who was there? Joey Paulo was playing on the edge. Michael Jennings was a centre, but he'd only just played, like, started grade probably the PG. season before. Timmy Grant was playing. Lockie Coote. Yep. He was playing on the wing, I think. Oh, wow. Reese Wester scored the first try. It was a young, young team. And it, in the second half, it, it pretty much turned into boys against men, really. And, the, and they put us to the sword. And to add injury to insult... I tore my medial in the second half. Uh, <laughs> in the cold. In the cold. Had to sit on the bus the whole way home in a knee brace. 17, thinking, what am I doing Just in my getting life? beat by <laughs> 70 points down in Canberra, trying to warm up. I've, I've, had one at, I've had one at Cowboys. We got beat 66 to 6. Oh, 
And like we who, lost. So the who day, are you playing for? Tigers. Tigers. Yeah. Yeah. We the day before we lost Keith Galloway, Chris Lawrence on our captain's run. We had uh, Corey Patterson on the wing. Sid Leckie was our other winger. Akula, remember that he was yeah, a header for a bit. Yeah, yeah. We were in all sorts. It was, we were struggling to field a side, and we didn't win the game, but we won the night afterwards at the Mad Cow. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of where say the dogs yeah. are a little bit. Yeah, yeah, there was a good energy at the start of the year, right? But they've lost kick out. Yeah. yeah. Reed Thompson. Martin, yeah. Thompson's not Thompson's playing. Thompson's not playing. They, they've had so like that, their injuries, you know, injuries galore. So they had a lot of change, a lot of young guys come in, yep. debut. Reed Marnie was playing outstanding at the start of the year, but it looks like he's overplaying his hand there, Wayne. Well, he's just, getting too involved. He's not giving the ball to the halves at the right time. You know, it's it's a long and hard season, right? And when you're not getting the results, you're not getting the results. He's a little man playing in the in the middle he's of the field. Bashed, and yeah. It's just it's it's a physical game and I just think it's it's taking its toll a little bit on him. Like you've seen with how emotional you know, other, he was after the game with some of the things he said. Oh. It is starting to affect him. But that's because um, he hasn't got many big leaders around him. Well, that's they, what they've happens. Gone out, so they've paid big money for blokes like Addo Carr. He's a winger. Tavita Pengai Jr., yeah, he's a big body, but he's not a leader. You know, and then Kikau looks like a very quiet person. Thompson, very similar. you got kids like Jacob Preston that's – Yeah, mate, he's a gun. But he looks like he's he's cooked. He needs that – where he goes back to the bench or have a couple weeks in reserve, go get your confidence back up. They've got young Moran at lock. Ockenberg is a winger that's playing back row. Like they're just – They're shuffling the decks. They Avarillo's yeah. gone to the Dolphins for next year. Where's his head at? Alamotti's a kid, 18, 19. But this is, like, this is, you know, a lot of what learning about in the NRL is about. Exactly. It's, it's every week. Every week you have to be up. Every yeah. week it's a new battle. What happened last week doesn't matter no more heading to this new game. And that's, that's – it's a marathon. It is a dead set marathon, the twenty seven rounds, and you're going to have these, and you're going to have these lulls in form, oh, and you're going to have to battle injury. Yeah, you're going to have to battle injury, um, but it's a part of learning your your craft as an NRL player. It's that old saying, like you're not really a, a first grader till you've played fifty uh, games. It's because at about fifty games, that's two seasons, two and a half seasons, you start to understand. Hang on, I need to get up every week. I need to be up every hearted. week. I need to get up every week because that base. the moment you're five percent off, even us, you look at Cronulla, we're going well on the table. Two times this year, we've been off. Two times we've been put, yeah, to, the, put to the yeah. sword. Yeah. Mm. So it's just, it's, it's, it's hard. And that's why like, like we always talk about, you need experience in your side. Look at the good sides, you know, your, your Souths, your, pa- uh, sorry, not Par- uh, your Panthers, yeah. Melbourne. They've got good bodies that are battle-hardened. They've done it for a long period of time. Look at their middle, Moses Leota, Fisher-Harris, yeah. yo. He's ch- they charge, eh, those yeah. boys. And, and they give the other players the opportunity. Like, Lenny only playing 15 minutes inside half time, but they're laying the platform early. They're the blokes that are hard and have done it for years. You know what the good thing is if you're a Dragons? This Doggies-Tigers thing has taken the pressure right off. No one's talking well, they got about it. by 50 on. I know. But no one's talking. <laughs> on Thursday no night. No one's talking about it's a, it. It's such a good... Like when you get a result yeah. early in the week, like Thursday or Friday night game, yeah, you just, yeah. just, just watch it. having a win Thursday yeah. or recovery Friday and have the weekend and just off, boys. watching the carnage unfold mm. over the weekend. It's like, oh, well, so our, our job's done this. Which of those three teams are in the worst position? I don't know. I've been at all three of them, but. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. The Woods effect. <laughs> <laughs> They should have oh, let the big shit. man go, see? Well, I want to yeah. get off the podcast now. Don't worry, mate. Kral's coming. Yes, mate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Unbelievable. You've been at all three of them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You have too, mate. You are the mock. So I can't disagree. <laughs> which which of these three teams is in the worst position? Tigers? I personally think it would be the Tigers at the moment. You, mm. Or... But you know the other thing with the doggies, they, they talked about so much promise, they're going to build it on the back of their defence and all this, the players they've brought in. They've been disappointing too. 
Who? The, the, the dogs as well. Yeah. But the only thing with them is they've got gusts on their side. Mm. The Tigers don't know which way they're going. They don't know who's coming or going. They've got a new recruiter in who wasn't even mentioned to the head coach and the assistant yeah, coach that's is going to be head coach in the next, for the next five years. So they're not on the same page in the boardroom. And then the players just look absolutely shot there at the moment. They they just look like they are, uh, have lost all the confidence. You know, they've lost Brooks and, and Coruscant in the middle. And like I said, you don't know who's even coaching the side. You look at during the game day when they go to the coach's box, you got Benji with the microphone on with the headset and then you got Sheensy two rows behind him. So who's calling the shots there? Mm. While that's not clear to us, would that be defined to the players? Oh, they wouldn't you, be getting mixed messages from two blokes. Oh, you definitely could. If you're in – I don't know what's happening in that inner sanctum, but – if you're, if we're noticing it from outside in, they're there every day. If you're noticing that Benji's taking a lot more ownership of the, say, the meetings and that, then you're probably thinking to yourself, well, what's Tim doing here? You know, is is he the head coach or is Benji the head coach? That's an interesting one. I, I haven't, to be fair, I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention to the backroom stuff. I, I watched the on-field performance. I haven't been paying a lot to the coaching, in like the coaching situation. How, what I would say you know, we've asked the Sharks, you know, everyone's input is valued yep. for sure. And we, we lean on our experienced guys like Josh Henne, um, Steve Price, DJ Holdsworth. He does the attack with Hetty, but Fitz is the coach. Like He's the boss. He is the final he, say. He's overriding. Well, yeah. put it this way. Is, are, they, are the Sharks going to employ a head of recruiting without, mention, without no, speaking no to Fitz? No way. No way. Yeah. Just, mm. could, just wouldn't, it wouldn't work. It mm. just defeats the purpose of you got to have a relationship with yeah. the recruiter you got to know what sort of players you want to get you're going to be the coach you want to know what players you're bringing in you also yeah you need to make sure you look at the game the same way like a lot of people yeah. don't look at the game the same way whether it's defensive structure offensive structure you got to have well, your the funny own. thing is you hear all these stuff about Gus Gus is a big attacking man but then Serrato's huge defensive yeah well it's just you need to be aligned like you, you your head coach and your recruiter yeah. they need to be on the same page yeah. so they're looking after like they're looking at the same style of play to fit yeah. that system right they're just basics yes, yes. It's, you know what maybe sometimes, us three should we, should we should get a side together I reckon it'll be mate, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be on the same page ever with this mate, no, I, he, can, he can do the game day events oh, and we'll, we'll do all the footy departments yeah I'll do all yeah. the corporate stuff yeah that's it yeah. well we're like what are we going to are we going to get like a state league side or an NRL side what are we going to get let's get the one over in um, Perth P&G Yes. Oh, no, that's not going to work. We'll get the one in Perth. He's, he can't get any corporates in PNG. How do you know We've I can't? We've got the mines up there, Mate, brother. I can get it. Well, I'll get them in the mine. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. You're already thinking. Um, all right, boys. Um, let's talk about this Titans thing because this is – well, it almost flew under the radar, but Buzz Rothfield points out that now that Holbrook has left the Titans, Tino and David Fafita have clauses, which means there's a window opening for them to leave the club – do we think this is going to happen? We believe, Wado, that the Raiders have had a red-hot crack at David Fafita. Or yeah, are they yeah. going to? Yeah, they, we know that they already have they done already in the have, past. And yeah. they've already showed interest in the past, as, as you yeah. mentioned. It's it's um it's interesting to have two of their, you know, best players with this clause in the in the contract because yeah. David Fafita he's already, you know, got interest, as we've said, and he's getting back to his best, his damaging best when he first came onto the scene and broke into the scene. And, and Tino, wow, like, you know what if, I do? If, if, clubs, if, clubs, if clubs had money in their salary cap, there'd be 15 clubs lined up for him. Hey, guys, Dragons, you want Ben Hunt? Give us Tino. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's, that's oh, be done. Yeah, the yeah, first yeah. decision yeah. I'll be doing if I was Flano. Yeah. Mm. Flano might go all in on him, to be honest. Mate, he might go all in on Dave Fafita as well. What if that happened? What if that, what if that happened and all the planets aligned except Tino said – I'm not going to the Dragons. That he wouldn't have to go, would he? No, he wouldn't have to go. Well, the clause is in his favour. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's only if he wants to. Mm, 
Mm. Yeah. But uh, if the Dragons were to go all in on him, and Flano, he's, he's good at selling his dream and he's he's – his record is good. He, he he's builds, a he builds he teams up and, and they win. Like he, they get better and the footy program's always, you know, under Flano has got successful. A red hot NRL player, one of the best in the game, Tino Fasumala Awi, is not going to go to the Dragons, the Bulldogs, or the Tigers. He could. Mate, he they could, could would, should have. If Miani had if, bollocks. If, you know if, if Flano gets him, he'll attract other players around him. That, 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 if and he that's gets the him, big sell. That if would he be gets Flano, him, would he? No, that would be pitch. He'll be, you know, because he had all Flano had was Gow, right? Gow was his centerpiece, and then he started adding pieces, adding pieces, adding pieces. Waito, Lewis, Ennis. Tino, he wants to win. He's a winner. Flano will tell him he can make him a winner. If you come with me, you're my centerpiece. We'll get the players that'll win you to come, and I'll, I'll get you there. The other thing with Flano, he's he'll, not muck- he'll say it, mate. Did I'm you re- telling you. The paper the other day, he's not mucking around. If if Lomax wants to go, he's not going to stand in his way. He's already making moves yeah. there. And like, but he's told Lomax, we're not paying any of your freight. That's so, it. Yeah. Which is that's what you need to say, mm. for, upfront and honest. Yeah. No, I love it, and yeah. I'm a big fan of um, Flano's. But I think he's and hope he's going to be great for the Dragons. But I just think, uh, with respect to what you're saying, Waiter, because you would know better than me. But Gal was already there. Yeah, and, he was. Yeah. He was. There, but that's what I'm saying. He, but Gal had the how, opportunity to go to Manly. That's how he would sell it to Tino. Like, look, this is what I did with Gal. Flano straight up, he would just tell the truth. This is what I did with Gal. Gal was the head of recruiting pretty much for a few years, and then you know every year we just managed to get another player, another player, another player, develop the players that we had, you know, into a team that that was successful. And Flano would say that to Tino, and it, on, there's no doubt. I, I didn't even think of it, but if. Hunt wants to go to the Titans. That's what Flano will be pitching for sure, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. That's his move. That's his move. He'll do. He'll try and, you know, if 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 Hunt wants to go to Dragons, uh, sorry Titans, he'll go hard after Tino for sure. So he in that player swap area, there's still Bo Firma there. You know, I know. He's coming but, off an ACL I know, as well. but he is a good. He's a good player yeah. too. Yeah. There's great Brimson. Player. Yeah. You know. Obviously, Fafita it would be a great fit at the Raiders. They seem to have a lot of really good quality. Forwards, back rowers in particular. Well, Hudson Young's there on the left. That's yeah. what side Fafita plays. So. And then you've got the Whitehead. Fred Whitehead, but Whitehead's, he's our vintage, so he yeah. might be in the studio with us next year. Yeah, he's going yeah. good. Um, um, I've raised this before with Woodsy, and he had to carry on about it like he's never heard it before, but um, don't you think it's interesting that the Raiders have already had one crack at Fafita, and now they're going to have another crack at him because he's going to – this window's open – but when South's got Josh, uh, South's got Jack Whiten, there was all this carry on. How could they come get our players? Boo hoo hoo! Our season was going so good. He's been here for twelve years. How can they do this? Boo hoo hoo! But now it seems to be okay. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to get let up the merry path. No, you you're, are. You're a South man, Maroon. Oh, so. that is the exact same thing <laughs> I said, Wado. But you made out. You don't remember all the carry on when Jack. I, w- no, no, I do. I do. Yeah, I, they, yeah, lodged yeah, a, yeah. they lodged. They lodged the um. Yeah. Didn't they lodge a contract with the NRL? They're, yeah, they oh, must so their offer. Mm, they they mm. lodged their offer. But we mate, had nothing wrong with that. We were on game, your side. Mate. That's the game. Mate, it's competitive. We were mate. on your side. We had nothing wrong. Charlie goes back to where we were talking about it. We had nothing wrong with that. Play on. It's the game. Okay. Because he's going from five out to seven. He's going to be playing a different position. Right. So you have no. All right. I don't want to go. Then, okay. I just thought. <laughs> go on. Go on. Keep going. No, no. If you're okay with it. What, I, what's in your coffee today? Because some of the stuff you've been coming up with. My point is. Your All point right. is don't you pick gonna, on South Sydney. No, my point is why was it not okay for South to get Jack Whiten? Why was that not okay? But this is okay. We never said it wasn't okay. 
But they said it wasn't okay. Well, who's they? The Raiders. <laughs> Ricky Stewart. He was blowing up. So you got a problem with Sticky? I don't have a problem with anyone. I'm just but you're wondering. you're blowing up about it now. I'm not blowing up about it. I'm just saying. Listen to your tone, you're mate. Saying, you're getting louder and louder. You're, you're saying that you don't remember any of that. Oh. I'm not saying that. I said get the footage up because we were, we agreed. Wade and I both agreed. It'd be a huge pickup for South Sydney. Okay. Uh, all right. Now, I, I remember yeah. the blah up and, you know, all the the commentary around it, right? It's just this NRL, mate. It's, yeah, it is. It's it commentary is, yeah. around it. It's competitive. It's, it's people have got mates in media win. joints. People win su- and people lose out of every situation in the game and you don't get the rub of the green or someone goes against you. Mm. Mm. You're going to throw the toys out of the cot. You're going to have a crack. You're going to have a crack at it. So, but you guys don't really think, do you, that the – I don't think that way. For Sumalawi or – Titans will be silly. I reckon Tino's – like – Like, the thing for – Flano's the chance of getting him, I reckon. The thing – the thing – with the Titans <laughs> is like you didn't, think, Hunt, you didn't think freaking White was going to go to South, mate. Ben Hunt would be good for the Titans. Yeah, and then Tino would be good for the Dragons. Yeah, like, but you, you just can't imagine the the Titans coming to the table with that. But the clause is in Tino's. Option. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so yeah. If it's mm. up to him, really, like, I don't mm. see. Like, he seems happy playing and good old, footy. And, He's still and, playing. And from what I've Queensland heard, Queensland and Australia, like, Desmond's a quite a thorough coach. Like, yeah. from what I've heard with Holbrook, it's a lot different. Holbrook's an arm around the blokes, look after him. Des is straight at the point. Do you think Des would have known that this contract, this clause was in these guys' contract or it wouldn't have even come up? I don't think I anyone. I would have come up. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it would have come up at all. Because he was just trying to get a head coaching gig. The way it was kept quiet, I feel like it had yeah. to be a couple of hmm. couple of people at most making a decision in the back room, right? And they wouldn't be. Well, the owners. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't be across all the, the black and white no the contracts. Like this they would have just been thinking about getting Des, just yeah. getting a big coach before he gets so, off the market. I doubt that this detail would have been. Would have been known. Mm. Come, it's come out in the wash. Mm. It's, quite, well, it's quite a position to be in. It's a handy, like, for the Titans next year, they've got Tino and Fafita and Ben Hunt and Kieran Foran. And if Brimson's not injured, they've got a quite a good putting. Well, they haven't got Ben Hunt yet. Well, the next year, though. He's still, he's still a dragon. He's still dragons two more years. We're just saying potentially. But yeah, potentially, yeah. Because yeah. that's the that's the mm. chat before that. Yeah. That mm. he Can I to check your juice over there, mate? <laughs> no, mate it's Come on, buddy. It's definitely vodka, just like yeah. this every day. Uh, boys, I think that's about all there is today. <laughs> yeah, I've got to get out of here, guys. Yeah. It's quite a challenging few weeks coming up for me. You're going to be babysitting? I'm babysitting. I'm he's got that's living the, the single corner the next couple of weeks just down here. Yeah. Well, Chica White can always open a little crèche. Can I bring mine in too? There's been a few kids floating around the office, I've heard. A couple of toys getting left around and a little bit of energy, excess energy. That's it for us on Footy Talk.